Good morning and grand rising. We are here with another episode of the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. I am Sir Bayo, your host for this morning. And I'm so excited as well as always to be here. You guys know I'll say that every show. I'm excited to be here. I am. I have a message today that is truly from the heart. A message that I want to share with our audience today because I think that a lot of us need to have better understanding where we fall on the spectrum of things. That way, if there are corrections that need to be made, we can make those corrections. And if everything is working for you as far as your spirit is concerned, then maybe this is the place that you need to stay. But I challenge you to take a moment of reflection and discernment and to truly ask yourself, are you truly being fulfilled? Are you truly being fed? Is everything working for you in alignment with the path or the application, meaning the way that you're doing things on your current spiritual journey? In this new age of spirituality, especially as it relates to occult practices. I'm seeing that we have two very different types of workers. We have two very different types of people. I'm noticing, especially as it relates to things that are social media related or anything that's in the media, there is this projection of spell workers that everything in in correlation with our practice is going to look quote unquote like a magic spell and for me i feel like that's very offensive i also feel like that is very very false and i want to shed some light on some things to just open your eyes up to a different version of the practice or even maybe a different version of yourself because you may fall in the spectrum of one of these two workers that I'm getting ready to break down today. Before we get into that, I do want to go ahead and just give a big shout out and a big gracious thanks to all of our listeners that have been tuning in in France, the UK, Canada, Australia, as well as South Africa. We see you, we love you, and thank you for the love. As well as all of our listeners in Charlotte, Atlanta, Rochester, New York City, and Dallas, Texas. Excuse me, Dallas, Texas. We thank you so much for your love and your support. You guys have had some stick out numbers, and we just wanted to just let you know that we see you, we love you, and we thank you so much for just being a part of our Hoodoo Conjure Root Work and Hoodoo and Chill family. So let's get into the meat of today's message, right? What is the difference between spell workers and ritual workers? Is one greater than the other? Is one wrong or is one better? All of this I'm going to talk about today. And then hopefully you can find by the end of my message where you fall on the spectrum or where you want to fall. Now, most of what most of you are familiar with today, I'm going to use those words. You're familiar with the spell worker. Now, there's nothing wrong with the spell worker. I think that at some point in our lives, all of us have been a spell worker or we tap into that portion of the practice. 
Now, what are the benefits of this, of this particular worker or this path? Well, first and foremost, it's quick and it's easy, I would say. There isn't much intimacy or dedication required. You get the knowledge on how to do something. You put your intent into it. You create the spell. You do what you need to do. Or at least this is what is being presented to the world right now. The convenience of it. I'm low on cash. Let me do a spell for money. Love life looking a little shifty. Let me do a spell to make it better. Boss not acting right. Let me do a spell to, to change that up too. It also does not take as long as ritual. Or at least this is what is being presented to the world today. It doesn't require you to necessarily present yourself to spirit for seven days, seven nights, three nights in a row, nine nights in a row. It doesn't require a certain dedication of your spirit, a certain dedication of your time or the space in your home or even the space in your own lifestyle, right? The Hoodoo and Chill podcast will return after this short ad break. Did you know that the Hoodoo Conjure Rootwork Academy is accepting new students? That's right. The HCR Gold Academy is a unique experience tailored to practitioners of all levels. It doesn't matter if you're brand new to the practice or want to enhance your craft. The HCR Gold Academy has a place for you. All students have access to monthly classes, rituals, lectures, and student discounts, as well as the best Hoodoo network available. Go to hoodooconjurerootwork.com to enroll in classes today. Again, that is hoodooconjurerootwork.com. It's something that you do, you get the results, you move on. Or at least this is what is being presented to the world today. It's more emotional than ritual, in my opinion. I think a lot of us become spell workers because there is a lack of emotional control as it, as it relates to the practitioner. You are the type to play off your emotions. You are the type to revel in your emotions. You are the type to find strength and power in your emotions. And most of the things that you do have been triggered or another by an emotion. Now, emotion is not eradicated in ritual work, but I'm going to well, we'll tap more into that later. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with evolving your emotions into your work. But for the educated, for the more mature and experienced practitioner, we understand that emotions sometimes create a cloudiness, spiritual and mental blockages in some places in our lives. And that there are certain moments where you have to be bigger and beyond how you are feeling in the moment. 
But this is what spells are for, to pull from those emotions and to manipulate and alchemize energy. And for many of you, you revel in this area. You revel in the place of, I'm just here to get what I want. You revel in the energy of, I'm just here to collect information. I'm just here to light the candles. I'm just here to do the, what I like to call the arts and crafts projects. I am not demonizing spell work. I'm not demonizing spells because they are essential. They are a part of the practice. Let's be honest. They are. But I want you to think beyond it. And I want you to also understand where this type of mindset could potentially block you as you mature in your journey. Because spell workers, in my opinion, lack potentiality. Meaning that you're doing this particular spell to get this particular result. That is it. That is the intent. That is the intention. And in some instances that work, but if you were to really sit down and break down that type of thinking, it is very, very blocked. If all you wanted was money from the spell, that is all you're going to get. You're not thinking about, you know, maybe generational wealth or prosperity unfolding for you in every turn or every single time you walk into a door, people are throwing income at you because this is what energy you are magnetizing as you walk into energy or as you walk into spaces. You see, spell work a lot of times is about alchemizing energy and ritual work is about magnetizing energy. And we'll speak more on that later. It lacks individuality on, on some levels, in my opinion. And I don't mean to offend anyone when I say this. I mean that most of the time, many of the quote unquote spells that people are doing or working, it's something that you learned from somewhere else, whether that be a book. And we love books. I venerate books all the time. Thank you for all of the books that are available. Whether you learned it from somewhere, from someone, word of mouth, thank you for all of our teachers and all of our mentors, or whether you learned it from watching someone else, and blessed is your observation and your discernment. But at the end of the day, did you create it? What part of this, other than the result that you are seeking, is in alignment with who you are, with your personality, your essence, your magic, your power. Are these roots or even the colors of these candles in alignment with you? Or are you just doing this because you only seek a boxed result a result that lacks potentiality, and we just talked. We just talked about that, but that brings us back to the "I want what I want" attitude. Under some cases, it lacks personality because if it isn't correlated with pieces of who you are, 
then truly you are just pulling from the knowledge of someone else. And as I stated before, blessed are our teachers and blessed are those who have chosen not to gatekeep knowledge. But if you are only being taught spell work and not how to even ritualize or to create or to make something your own, you are not being taught to have your own mind or to have your own individuality as it relates to spirituality. You are taught to be a you're being taught to be a carbon copy of someone else. And I tell all of my students, I don't want to teach you something for you to come back and be little Sears. I'm not, I'm not looking for that from you. If anything, that is the last thing that I want from you. I am giving you a blueprint on how to do something. It is up to you to individualize this. It is up to you to have that intimacy between you and your ancestors for those messages and those true divine revelations that no one can give you except your spirit guides. And if anyone tries to tell you that, they're lying to you. There are certain divine revelations that only are going to be revealed through divine revelation, meaning directly from spirit. It will not be something that's going to come out of my mouth or another human being. So when you are doing something that lacks personality or pieces of you, not only are you eradicating your ancestors, but you are eradicating the potential for them to come in and shape shift whatever you are being taught so that it can work for you in your space, in your time, in your home, and with your energy. I want you guys to really hear me today because I really am saying this with a lot of like authenticity like i truly want y'all to understand this message today and lastly most of spell work is just learning and we love learning it's nothing wrong with learning but what i tend to find with people who fall or, or who walk this path is that they are people who walk around with notebooks full of knowledge and they know so much and have every book and every herb, every root, every candle, every this, that, and the third, like the whole setup, they got the whole shebang. Yet, even with all of these trinkets and your gadgets and all of these, whatever you have laying around, there's a lack of understanding as to why you're even doing this or how this energy is going to materialize itself in front of your face. It's like you are sitting in, you're like a kid in a candy store, but you really don't know what to eat. It's just sitting there in front of you. And I see this a lot of times. You know, people run out here and want to have a lot of stuff and want to have a lot of knowledge, but they don't want to take the time to understand the first steps that were being taught to you. I can't tell you how many times I've taught classes and, you know, I might've given out some work and a couple of things like that. And people were looking at me like, okay, give me more, give me more. And I'm like, baby, do you hear what I just taught you? Like if, if you were truly a student of this, you would be trying to decipher and break what I just taught you down every step of it. 
not just jumping out there and wanting to put your hands on something, but understanding the process of something, understanding how you can manipulate this in your life and how you're going to make this your own. It doesn't matter how full your book is. If you don't understand the knowledge that's in there, it's useless to you. And unfortunately for those who walk this journey of just wanting to be spell seekers, this is where they find themselves. In a place where you have so much knowledge and you know what to do and you arguing about spirituality, but don't even understand your own. Now ritual. And I'm so blessed to have been presented or have had this path unfold to me in a more ritualistic way. So blessed. And for those of you where this path for you has been unfolded in the same manner that I'm getting ready to go into, you really should drop to your knees today. Thank the Lord. Thank your ancestors and really be appreciative that you are being initiated spiritually into something that's going to provide you with so much longevity. Toya was talking to me about that this morning, that ritual is for longevity. Let's get into that, right? Ritual versus spell work is more energetic. It's not necessarily always based upon the emotions or just how you feel about something. Reason being is because ritual will invoke different emotions in you every time. So most of us, how we walk into ritual or ritual space and how we come out of it is two totally different ways. Meaning, you could have been amped up, had the best day of your life, and just all of this energy bursting and you real talkative. But then you go into this ritual space and it's quiet and it's meditative and it's peaceful. And even though you still feel amazing, you might come out of this ritual just a little bit more peaceful, a little bit more quiet, a little bit more meditative than what you went into it before. Not diminishing your energy, not trying to turn you down, but how you come in often is not how you are going to leave. Ritual takes longer. And I think this is the reason why a lot of people run from it. And I'm not going to beat your head in today about time and patience but as you as you guys who follow this ministry notice that we always find ourselves right back here to this space where we're talking about time and how important patience and time and how is really correlated with spirituality that everything that needs to unfold does not take a candle burning moment, meaning that by the time this candle burns out, your life is going to change. No. Sometimes it takes a little more dedication, more loyalty, commitment. You might need to go before your ancestors and cry your eyes out a few times before things shift. You might have to sit in a space of quietness and hear nothing before you hear and understand 
everything. Hey, are you enjoying the show? If so, don't forget to follow Hoodoo and Chill on Apple and Spotify and leave us a five-star rating. Tell us what you love about the show in the reviews. We love to hear from you. To keep this free content on air, please support the show by sending a donation of love using one of the donation links in the descriptions. Donations keep our podcasts alive and also give us the ability to enhance our content. We graciously thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. I want to say that again to you all because some of you have gotten readings from me or or mentorship and I hear this a lot that I'm not hearing anything from my ancestors and I say when you first start you're not going to sometimes you truly need to sit in a space of quietness and nothingness before everything that needs to be revealed comes flooding into your psyche and then it's then it's almost like oh wow you can't even make it stop but if you can't first appreciate the ritual of stillness quiet and peace how can you truly appreciate when your ancestors choose to break your silence and give you a message ritual teaches you to appreciate every portion of this the moments when everything is moving and the moments even when things may feel stagnant and you still go into your ritual space as well for me i think that it builds more spiritual character than being a spell worker you've built up your book of spells and your book of shadows but where's your character Where's your spiritual etiquette? Where is your understanding of your journey, of your path and of the self so that as you mature, you can be in a real space to teach other people or to pass down what you've learned to your offspring? Character. Ritual teaches you to venerate your ancestors, even when everything doesn't look good. When you've been asking for them to help take care of a bill or your rent, and it looks like you might even be ready to get evicted, you go pour that water and spend time with them anyway. Because that character is also building your faith. Because in the last moment when you think all is lost, everything shifts ritual teaches you to be diligent and dedicated even in the moments of bliss when everything is fine you see the truth is most of us do more ritual work or where we spend more time with our ancestors when everything is falling down to the floor you know that's this is when we when we are there but when everything is going right and you have more than enough and the abundance is flowing this truly is the space where you tend to forget but see ritual teaches you that even while you are in a moment of abundance you come and you give and you spend time anyway because it is through your ritual that created this energy and this space of abundance this 
opens up the door for higher communication with spirit. I tell people when I'm teaching Conjure, and I invite all of you this Sunday to come to a lecture that I will be doing called The Conjured Truth, where we will break down the fundamental elements of what Conjure is and how to invoke spirit. That's on the website. I behoove you to come listen to this lecture. It is very, it's going to be very, very beautiful. And we will spend a night of magic together. And I can't wait for that opportunity. But ritual opens up the door for you to build higher communication with spirit. Those of you that like to utilize that word conjure, okay, well, only through ritual are you able to truly conjure. I've never seen anything conjured from a spell other than a bad time or some bad luck. Because you don't approach spirit when you want to, when you need, when it's, I'm, I'm feeling bad and my emotions have taken over. No, you put your emotions to the side. You put the self to the side and you come and you venerate and you be thoughtful and you be grateful anyway. You see, most ritual workers, workers are taught to be selfless. Most spell workers are very selfish. Not taking any shots at anybody, but I'm having a real conversation with you all today. Ritual is also going to give you experience with spirit, with your ancestors, with your guides. Let me say that word again for you all. Experience. Because it does not matter how long you've been doing something. If you've been working at your altar for four years and you still have not had an experience with your ancestors, you are still a novice and an outsider in this practice. Something's missing. Something's not right. But ritual will give you experience. And it's not overnight experience. But ritual will open up the door for you to experience your ancestors. Ritual will give you the opportunity to experience your spirit guides and to truly experience the Lord. To be honest with you, experience the saints, whatever it is that you're working with. It is through ritual where you will be granted that access of experience. You think about your own relationships. Are you going to be pouring your all into your friends or your family members who only show up when they want something, who only call you when they need something, never call you for your birthday, never are there when you are in a moment of need. You can't pick up the phone and call them for anything, but they're at your door when they need something. Or are you going to pour more into the people that are there for every birthday, whether you went to Jamaica or whether you just went to Applebee's? Or are you going to be there for the people who call you on your good days, your bad days, who check on you, who make Make sure that you're okay, even in the moments of the mundane. You see, we skip over those who are there for us in the mundane because we are taught not to appreciate the mundane. Yet we're taught balance, right? Even in the moments of the mundane, when you are still in a space of ritual, your ancestors are looking at you. Your guides are acknowledging you. They see you. They know you. Those prayers are being heard. Those petitions are being answered. And even when it doesn't look like it, 
it's happening. It's definitely happening. Ritual, honestly, is more relatable to us. I mean, let's think about it. I mean, the majority of you grew up in a church or you've had the Christian experience or you yourself are still open to a Christian or a more Abrahamic religious experience. So you know about ritual. You've been exposed to it your whole life. Going to church every Sunday, putting on a specific attire as you walked into this space of holiness. The etiquette that was required of you when you sat on the pew with your grandmother or your mother or whomever. You see, we forget that even through that portion and that period in your life, you were being exposed to ritual. You were being exposed to the temple. You were being exposed to even a level of spiritual etiquette, even if it was deemed as toxic, because we know how it can be in certain religious settings. At the same time, you yourself are not non-experienced as it relates to spiritual etiquette. Yet why do we get on our spiritual journeys, as we like to call them. And we learn how to do a couple of honey jars and bury a few people in graveyards or whatever they're doing nowadays. And we forget all of which we've learned on how to conduct ourselves in moments, in spaces of holiness and sacredness. Don't come over to hoodoo and forget everything that you learn sitting next to your grandmother who would have popped you in front of everybody if you made a sound while you were in church. Do not come over here and think that there is still not a requirement of etiquette from you. Do not lose yourself in the guise of do as you will. There is no karmatic debt and all of these things and falsities that people are preaching these days. Do not forget who you are because you've been exposed to this all of your life. And I say to you again, do not forget who you are and from which you come from. You come from a people who were ritual workers. You come from a people whose lives revolved around ritual. This is in your blood. You can't truly run away from it. Because if you were to really sit down and dissect your life, and I've had my students do this before, think about all of the unconscious rituals that you've exposed yourself or that you interact with on a day-to-day -day basis. Whether it's getting up in the morning and thanking the Lord, or just getting up in the morning and brushing your teeth and doing your beauty routine, it's still a form of unconscious ritual. It is up to the practitioner to discern and to take your unconscious ritual space and make it conscious. It's up to the practitioner. You know, I think we lose ourselves as it relates to hoodoo conjure and root work because we get so caught up in the work. And the work beautiful. The work is, to me, the final destination 
We here now. Let's now do this. But the ritual towards getting to that purpose or to this to this last final destination, all of those steps are nonetheless essential to me, if not more important. Whether it's learning about the history of who you are, your family, and why you should be doing this in the first place or why you shouldn't. Whether it's the ancestral portion of this where you have to learn to even invoke the spirit of your own people, to invoke the power of your bloodline. Whether it's just sitting down in the the studying portion of this where you will have to read, where you will have to go take notes and sit at someone's feet or put your hands in the dirt, as I like to say, and just really become a student of this and maybe not necessarily always enact on the things that you're learning, but really ground yourself in a space of learning so that when the time of application presents itself, you know exactly what to do. You see, I see a lot of you all approach your work in fear because you didn't give yourself enough time to learn. You didn't ritualize it. You went into this with the attitude of the spell worker. And if all you want is work from hoodoo, that is all you are going to get. And I feel sorry for you. I really feel sorry for you because you're going to miss out on learning about history, rich history, rich history. It's so many of y'all out here that know the work, but then still standing around preaching about we don't have culture, da, 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 this, that, and the third. It's because you took the, you didn't give yourself time to learn about it. You ran into this with the attitude of a spell worker. Give me the work, but I don't want nothing else. Because it's some of you where this practice will only open up as far as the historical points. All you will probably get from this is the knowledge of who you are. Guess what? That's amazing. It may not be for you to put your hands on everything. You might just be here to learn some things. You know many people have wrote books on hoodoo history? Amazing documents on hoodoo history and don't do none of this. And why shouldn't they be venerated? And are they not a piece of this practice or adding something to it? Those of you who know so much yet add nothing, right? This is so far beyond honey jars and spells and just the work. It's an opportunity for you to learn yourself. If all you want to manipulate is energy, that's all you're going to get. And you still won't even have a handle on your own life because ritual is going to teach you how to not only manipulate energy, but your own life, your own path as well. You know, I don't have to go do no spells because I'm constantly in ritual. I don't have to get ready because I stay ready. Ritual is going to have you in a place of taking care of things, the things that you can see in your foresight and the things that you cannot see in this moment. How many times have you gone into a ritual space or prayed about something, didn't know why you were doing this, and a week later, two days later, something happened, you won't touch, you were unscathed, and you said, oh, wow. That's why my ancestors told me to do that. You see, a lot of times when you got to work a spell, you already caught up in something. 
the chaos has already manifested in your life. And you need to work a spell or something to get out of it. But see, the thing about ritual is, it's not going to always stop the chaos in your life. But it will open up doors of opportunity for you to be more prepared. That when that tower falls, you're ready. You jumped out the window. You got away before the debris started hitting everybody else. You were already protected. I also say this. Ritual teaches you loyalty. You know, the lives of spell workers and, and, and ritual workers look totally different. Totally different. And just from my own discernment and my own observation, I have noticed that most people that walk under the guise of spell workers, your lives are not consistently balanced. It's balanced one moment, and then those skills are way tipped on the other side. And you spell working again to rebalance it on out. The beautiful thing about ritual is that it keeps you in a balanced space. Like I said, it doesn't keep the chaos away because things are going to happen. That's just life. But your energy, your character, your anxiety, your faith, all of those things that are needed to get you through, oh, they stay in check. Very much in check, very much strengthened and very much empowered at all times if you are in authentic ritual. I noticed that a lot of times with spell workers, your prosperity comes and it goes because you've been taught to do spells of luck, but you haven't been taught that luck is a spirit like anything else. And that if you do not take care of the spirit of luck, that the spirit of luck will not walk with you. That if you do not take care of the spirit of prosperity, the spirit of prosperity will not walk with you. You treat these things as mere energy instead of the spirits that they really are. The lack of loyalty that I see, oh man, that's the biggest one. Because spell workers are the ones who initiate themselves into about five or six different spiritual families. They come in and they don't want to work their way up. They want the knowledge day one. Where is that? Give it to me. They don't want to take the time to get to know the people there. They don't want to take the time to put their tenure in. They don't want to take the time to figure out even where they may benefit or where they add to this space. No, 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 no. Give me the classes. Give me the spells. I want them now. Where the PDFs? Where that's at? And these are the people who have usually about a one to three month time frame in spiritual family. They come get what they need, then they out the door. And if that's all you want, that's all you're going to get. These are the people that jump from mentor to mentor. Oh, well, my book is full now. Let me go here. Or, let me, or, or this mentor doesn't want to give me what I want, so let me go here. You don't understand that with knowledge comes responsibility and that those who give it out are responsible for the ones that they give it out to. And that before 
we open up the door for you to hurt yourself or someone else. Let me make sure that you are responsible enough and you are worthy of an, enough of these secrets and of this esoteric knowledge. What happened to the days when people were proud of putting their time into something? Why do we need this now? Why do you, do you all feel like you're going to have short lives or something that you need to know everything about hoodoo in one year? And, and that's truly why most of you get bored of it in one year, because you come in with the spellcasters mentality. And once you've learned your baths, your mojo bags, and this is that and the third, you don't care anymore. You want something else. And it's so much more to learn. It's so much more to gain. But once again, you don't have loyalty. You haven't been taught etiquette. You haven't been taught the, the, the basis of time and patience. So you're just here to get what you get and you leave. I think us, I think that those of you that listen to Hoodoo Voices, and I implore you to go back on the podcast and listen to some of those episodes again. We have interviewed both the spell workers and the people who were ritual workers, and their conversation and their knowledge level was totally different. And even Lynn, excuse me, and even Hyatt himself would acknowledge certain workers. I know for um for sure he acknowledged uh the lady of substance and said that wow that she truly was a lady of substance and the gifted medium he said she truly was gifted and just how knowledgeable ew Lindsay was and if you listen to their work all of it was ritual work they gave you a couple of spells but the work and the things that they did very 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 much ritual and then we had a few spell workers in there too. And I find myself, even as I'm, you know, dissecting some of these uh, shows for you all, that I fall out of love with some of these workers too. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is just this, this, there's no intimacy here. There's no understanding here. You just sitting here giving out a bunch of recipes. And I don't care for those type of interviews, even though, I mean, the knowledge portion of it is great, but I, I don't just want the recipe. I want to know who gave it to you, why, how you learned it, where did this come from, what this root does, the time, the day of the week. I like all of that. Don't just tell me to put four ingredients in a jar, shake it up, and then I'm going to get something. I don't want to bake cakes. I want the bakery. I'm going to lay here and say my purpose wasn't to down anyone or any of you. My purpose was to inspire you, for you to have some discernment within yourself as far as where you may fall on certain things. My purpose was to give you an opportunity that if you are walking on the journey of a spellcaster to really rethink that. Because if you're listening to this and you sat through this today, then that shows me that there is obviously some potential there for you. And maybe you were just unaware. And maybe someone just needed to sit down with you today like I did and spend this time with you and love on you and maybe just have to give you some constructive criticism on where you are blocking your potential. That there's so much more to gain than just a spell. There's so much more to gain. And you need to give yourself time, 
love, space, opportunity. Ritualize your life. Ritualize your journey. Because only then is it going to transform into something so beautiful. The door of understanding is like a floodgate. And once you unlock it, it just pours into you. And it's sad to see so many of my strong workers and practitioners and my spiritists standing on the outside of this door picking the lock. And I hope that this message gave you the key. Because it's more for you than just jars and spells. That's a portion of this. It's useful. It's resourceful. But there's more for you here. There are gifts that you have not tapped into yet. You haven't even had a full experience with yourself yet. I told a group of my students last night, and I say to you all again, many of you have so many gifts that you, you, you don't even know how far your potential goes. You have not been exposed to it yet. Give yourself some time. Give yourself some space. Give yourself a moment and an opportunity for spirit to show you everything that you are made of and not just what you can pull or what you can manifest in the moment. I want you all to remember and never forget that you are powerful. Your potentiality is infinite. I take the blockages off of you and I open up the gates of knowledge for you that it comes flooding in and that it pours into your spirit, into your soul so that you can pour into someone else, into your children, into your offspring, to your family. Some of you are going to be instruments of recovery and healing for your family. And you need and they're going to need ritual, not your spells. They're going to need intimacy, not what you can conjure up in a moment. They're going to need longevity. Not what you can do right now. You come from the best of the best. Your bloodline is divine and sacred. I send you guys out today in love, peace, and prosperity. And I bless your hands. May they be like the Midas touch. May the things that you lay your hands on, may they manifest as if they were gold. And with that, my people, I release you each into the atmosphere.